crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic Another episode. That means it's 156. What's going on, everyone? Hello there. My name is Dan. Welcome to the show. I think we have a lot to talk about today. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm just sort of like I just licked my finger and I put it in the air just to get the gauge on what's going on. <laughs> and Steve, I think the winds are blowing in our favor. Can you feel it coming in the air tonight? Well, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yours is just as good. I mean, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm the guy that should be more complimentary. Maybe I should have been there for you. That was really good. You know what I mean? What was yours again? I feel it coming in the air tonight. See, yeah. I think I dropped the ball, Steve. Maybe I should have been like, hey, good one. And I didn't. So I'm sorry. No, you're supposed to tag. Oh, well, then I did. Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. I'm very impressed. Wasn't that great? Wasn't that, that was great fantastic. of me? You know, it's a uh, funny thing today, G. Um, I have a story to tell you. Oh, please. I love stories. I think our audience loves stories. Oh, they do. Um, so last night, I, I run in the mornings, and I run five miles on, on Friday. So last night, I was like, I'm really hungry. And I said, you know what? I'm going to eat a bowl of crackling oat bread. You wild so, man. <laughs> so I ate a bowl, and I was like, that only teased my appetite without bedding her down. And so I said, <laughs> I'm going to eat another bowl of crackling old bread so i, I thought i knew you bowl. you know you think you know some people <laughs> <laughs> and so i was still hungry so i had these uh this um onionized or caramelized onion cheese and crackers so i polished that off and so i go to sleep and i wake up this morning and i'm like i'm ready to run and my stomach was like wrong wrong <laughs> <laughs> and so I go, I use the restroom. And I'm like, okay, now I'm good. I go on the jog. Dude, Dan. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Guess what, buddy? You should have listened to your God. <laughs> Gee, two and a half miles in, dog. My stomach is like, listen. <laughs> yes, dude, no question. And I was like, you do not, you don't want to pass gas because you're like, that could not be it. Oh, yeah. You're going to, you're heading towards Shartsville. Dude. And so I'm like, maybe if I get my mind off, so I start listening to like Al Jarreau and stuff to kind of get my <laughs> mind <laughs> off. Doing everything you can. Morning, Mr. Cheerios. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. And dude, like now I get, I went through a whole movie in my brain. I was like, okay. Maybe if I just do it in my, because who's going to be around me? True. And I just run like drop that. Drop trowel. Just go yeah. to the bushes, drop trowel. Skip it. Knock it out. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't blame and you. so I, it went through these like, like, oh my gosh, then nothing. Then, oh my <laughs> gosh, then nothing. And I was like, because every time I was like, oh, maybe it went away. And then it was like, oh my God. And so I'm running and I'm like, I can't even laugh. <laughs> I can't do anything that puts any more pressure. And uh, of course, today are the days that people are like out for a run. I'm like, I can't even talk. <laughs> I can't say anything that uses more air 
I can't do it. And so you text me and was like, hey, 11.15 work? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, you didn't say perfect. Dude. That's all I got was perfect. When I did perfect, I was in the most pain ever. Most pain ever. And dude, here's the thing. Here's the ultimate. I made it home. But here's the the, um, moral of the story. You got to be careful what you eat the night before you go on a run. And I just never thought of that. Because I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted. Whatever I wanted, my stomach would just whatever. Now, dude, you just have to be way more uh, vigilant about what you put in your stomach. What do you think it was that got you? All the milk? No, it was the oat bran. The bran? You think that much? Because it wasn't that much bran, Steve. Dude, I ate two massive bowls of it. How big of a bowl are we talking about? Are we talking about like a regular old bowl or are we talking about like, hey, uh, grandma brought salad? I ate most of the box last night. I guess that's a lot of brand. You know, I, I can't really judge your uh, stomach because you're a vegetarian. You exactly. eat healthily for the most part. I I'm lactose intolerant. And I you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. See, with me, it's a little bit different because I can eat like a goat and then suddenly the next day, anything makes me sick. I've had those. Oh, God, I've had those drives home. though, boy, Dude. I had a drive home recently where I was in the new car. And I was like, oh, no, it might happen. Oh, it no, might. Gee. And the thing is, it's like. I used to clown people. They're like, there's a podcast about people who had accidents and they they have to tell their story about what happened. And I was like, you idiots. No, it can just happen. You just <laughs> never. And if your stomach is saying evacuate, there's sometimes there's nothing you can do. Your stomach has made the decision for you. Say, oh, it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do. Either you do this or you just don't breathe or talk. Which one? And I'm like, man, that's. I've never been in a situation like I was. You've never had an accident before? Never. I still haven't. But now I see that it's a possibility. Oh, it's a possibility, my friend. Now I see the marathon runners that have like diarrhea at the end of the, all down their leg at the end of the, now I can see the picture and be like, oh yeah, totally. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You got to handle your business, homie. Never had an accident. Never. Good for you. Well, I mean, when I was a child, yes, but not in, not in real actual life. Good for you. I mean, you've had an accident? No, you gotta tell the story, dude. No, I, I haven't. <laughs> why would I? Why do you think I'd have an accident, bro? Then again, you fell off a truck bed. I've I done a lot of stupid been. shit. No pun intended. <laughs> all right, fuck it. Who cares? We're now yeah. we're all human. Yes. Mm. This was probably. Let's see. Oh, how old am I? Yeah, I think this was probably ten years ago. Maybe eleven years That's ago. Not that long ago. It's not that long ago. I was thirty-seven. <laughs> and well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I think I was having some issues that day already, but it wasn't anything that was really on the radar. There was just okay. motion going on. Okay. Probably had several beers the night before or something like that. And uh, so I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work and I go on my lunch break and I'm sitting in my car and I'm ta- I, I, I think I, I'm kind of painting the picture because like, you know, I know the, the good part of the story, but yes. for the most part, I think I'm talking to Gail on the phone or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you I'm sure you've been in this situation where it's like, man, I'm on the phone or I'm somewhere and I got to sneak one out. Right. Oh, for sure, dude. So, you know, I'm on the phone and, and yes, I've been married to the woman forever and I probably could have just went. Yeah, why did you hear that? Baby? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I just didn't trying to I, I think I thinking she was on the phone. But anyway, that's irrelevant. So I'm trying to sneak one out and uh, I misfired, bro. It was just like a 
I just shut felt, I just up. felt warm. <laughs> shut and I'm like, up. yeah, it was like, I went, oh no, 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 no. It was like, like my life flashed before my eyes. I can't believe I'm telling no. this story. I've told, you know what? I've told, fuck it. I've told you guys so much about me. I don't even care. I shit my pants, ladies and gentlemen, in 2009. Let me think about that. So I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? Right. Cause I'm at lunch. I'm in Clovis, and for you, for you folks that don't know where that is in relation to me, I'm probably 25 minutes, 30 minutes away from my house total. And I had, and I had cloth seats, Steve, at the time. Oh, Dan! And I was wearing medical do? scrubs. Those aren't very. Uh, uh, no, they're not very thick. You no. Know? So there was going to be some auto detailing involved. Oh, dude! And I just remember calling Gil. Oh, no, no. Okay, that's where the phone call comes in. I'm sorry. I think I was just sitting there, right? That's what it was. I apologize for the Gail reference, but she comes in later into the story. So I was just sitting there and I just thought I'd bust one out. And that's what happened. So then I called Gail because I told her, I said, I'm coming home. And she said, I don't recall this, but she said I sounded like I was crying. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of wondered if so I was. That is so funny, dude. <laughs> I don't remember this part. I just remember telling her I'm coming home. <laughs> this is so what funny. happened. I need you to get clothes ready for me. And and like, don't look at me when I walk in. So I had to go in through the washroom and, and yeah, dude, it was, it was pretty bad. That is it was the only time it's ever happened to me outside of being a child. Yeah. And that, maybe but, like one time when I was like 19, when I had the flu really, really, yeah, really bad. That yeah, that doesn't count. Anytime you're like puking drunk, that doesn't count. No. Because your body but I was evacuating. No, dude, I was wits about me having a so great funny. day. I remember where I was parked, too, because we're, yeah, I was parked facing the east. And to us, you have the mountain range right there. Yes. So I was admiring. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> I'm just out there having my lunch. And uh, I had a guest visitor. I can't believe I told that story. Dude, that's a great story. <laughs> I don't know why you haven't told that story before. Well, I don't know. Actually, I know, right? You just want to tell everyone that. Hi, I'm that Dan Ramirez. I just shit st- my pants in 2009. <laughs> that is a great story, Fun fact. <laughs> But you and like I would think because having been married for so long, it's mm-hmm. funny that you tried to sneak one. But like, gee, she's your no, no, no. Like I said, I I think now that it makes sense, I knew that she was involved in. The, I haven't really told that story. It's not something I go around telling all the time. So I had to pull back the the recall a little bit. So she comes in on the phone later. I just remember her being involved on the phone when this is going on when okay. I'm when I'm leaking brown fluid from my body. So it was I was just sitting there having a good day and thought I'd just bust one out lightly. You know how like you know what I mean? Like sneaking one out wasn't necessarily the right use of words. I'm saying like, you know, like you can either just kind of like bust one out or you can be like, hey, guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. For 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 laughs. Yes. Pardon the expression for shits and giggles. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's what happened. No giggles. I got all the shit, though. (laughs) Just sharts, huh? Sharts. Yeah. Sharts and giggles. No giggles. That's a nutso story, dude. Yeah, man. He not so. You know, speaking of marriage, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine actually I, uh, yesterday at work, and uh, he was explaining. He's like, "Yeah, my wife got a new ring today." I said, "Well, oh, congratulations, man!" And he's like, uh, "I said, so where? Why are you here if she's getting a new?" He's like, "Oh no, she's buying it." I said, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, she's bought a few rings since um, we've been married." I said, "Is that a thing?" Like just and a regular he- ring. Like upgraded rings. And upgraded rings. rings. Yeah. I've heard of this. Okay. Okay. This. Okay. I told. Okay. Well, then maybe I should have said what I said. I, was, <laughs> I said, what? And he's like, yeah, she buys new rings. I said, what happened? What's wrong? Well, hold with up. Hold up. It? Maybe I'm missing something here. And I apologize, folks, because you're probably right along with Steve. But I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. So she buys the upgrade. Yes. He does not. He does not. 
So he bought her the initial engagement yes. slash wedding ring. Yes. And at some point in time, she said, you know what? I want an uppie. Yes. Don't worry about it, love. And she just went and got it. Done. That is weird to say the least. <laughs> only because, well, no, I mean, like, listen, man, it's just a piece of metal. And you know what I mean? It's just a piece of metal. I get it. Yeah. But if you're going for what it actually means. means yes. Then he he should have gotten it, I guess. But it's not necessarily a knock against him. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought it was a knock. Oh, because he allowed it? Yes. Well, yeah, but see, I wasn't finished with what I'm getting at. Okay. Like, it just it, that's what I was going to say. It's like, you know, he should have gotten it, but I don't know the circumstances of it. So if it was some kind of prearranged agreement and who knows what's going on in his life where he couldn't do this thing and he's like, okay, I'll get you back later, whatever, that gets complicated. You know what I'm saying? But if he's just like, yeah, she just does it all the time, then that's, that's weird. What because... First of all, why not just spend money on something else? Thank you, dude. This is, he did the math and they're 50 in on rings. Yo, come on. Come on. here, 12 what? there. Is it okay? Don't say her full name, but what's her name? I don't know her name. I've Let's never, call her, Let's call her, her Stacy. She seems Stacey. like Stacy. Stacy, get it together. What the hell's wrong with you? Isn't that weird? Dude? Put your money in something. Invest in something for Pete's sake. It's so, but here's what he does. He's like, okay, well then when I want something, you can never say anything about it. I was like it's not even so about this that was a you. selfish move on his part for a future endeavor May, I think he's making that a thing I think that's how he justifies it in his head and, and trust me he's like I can't like I said I said it's not about you, uh, you you know you can't allow someone to do if they're going to do it they're going to do it but the fact that you didn't make a fuss is just like explain to her because I said how long is uh, what about your parents oh she, he's like yeah they have the original ring that he's like I said yeah they have the original ring because it meant something. This is the ring my husband put on my finger the day we got married. That's why I kept it. Right. Because it means something. Right. And f- and so I, it, it's it weird. It means that she was never happy with the ring in the first place. That has to be what it means, dude. That's I think weird. so. But sometimes people are on that shoestring budget, dude. And they're like, you know, and maybe that. But then again, she bought the next round. Yes, dude. That's the thing. Because I, I know for a fact I've talked to people before. It's like, yeah. I just got her this little band thing, but it's not that big of a deal to her or me for that matter. But I do plan on getting her something just, you know, just yeah, as like, he like the the couple plan on like, hey, let's go in, look at some yes. rings and upgrade. Absolutely. Right. But imagine if Gail was like, I bought a new ring today to replace your. You'd be like, OK, but weird. hold up. What you doing? <laughs> That's what I'd say. Like, what, 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 are you, what are we talking about here? I think I spent a lot of time. You know, I, I'm not a cheap man, but it wasn't cheap. So it maybe would be I spent a, a lot of money too. Yes, it would be a thing for about a day or two for you. You'd be like, we need to, that, that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, but I actually okay. had to upgrade her ring, but it wasn't because she wanted me to. We were at the beach and she lost the diamond, dude. Happens, dude. Oh, heartbreaking. Happens, man. She yeah. was like traumatized. Yeah. I think she thought that I was going to really freak out, but I mean, shit happens. Yeah, who cares? What, 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 stupid. What, what the hell? I mean, like yeah. the little piece of, you, I don't know what those things are called, but the little not you know what i mean those little sticks that that bracket what the fuck that thing called that, that holds, holds in place the, um that holds it in place you know what i'm talking about oh, absolutely one broke off and that's all it took that's it so dude. i eventually upgraded the diamond which i kind of wanted to in the back of my mind anyway because you know i did what i could back then but uh that was it that was the only thing like i i and i think that's totally fine because you know something needed to be replaced be replaced she loved the ring she loved what it stood for and so we got her a new ring that's beautiful, dude. But, I don't even, yeah, but upgrading like like cars every couple of years, that's dude, weird. That is. And, and my thing is like, you know, for me, when I when I get a ring, you know, 
I know. Number one, Belle's not like that to be like, hey, she's like, here's what I kind of like in general. Get something like this. He's not oh, like, look, we're talking I about need- rings, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to float that out there like Steve was trying to. I talked about it before. On the, on the, I said we're going to do a ceremony. We're going to do a ceremony. Right. I know. I'm she, just messing with you. She won't let me do it in the backyard. I've seen your backyard, Steve. I wouldn't do it either. Oh, you're a hater. <laughs> I mean, you know, do something with that thing, would you? You and your you and your fucking uh, special sprinklers, your I do. I hook it up, your dude. app controlled speakers. Or speakers my, uh, sorry, sprinklers. My my backyard's hooked up now. Jeez, dope. But yeah, did you do things to it? Did you decorate it and stuff? Here's yeah. I put up an awning. I did Ooh. all these things. But got any lights? But, got any white lights? No, around? I will not do that. You're a hack. It looks so. It looks so. But you, but if you're gonna even like think about trying to sell the backyard, you got to do the lights. Gee, here's the funny part. So you get these high-tech sprinkler systems, and uh, now it's like, there is a wiring issue on section such and such. <laughs> and I got online, and they're like, yeah, when you get these Wi-Fi things, if one little wire glitches, the whole thing's like, okay, we're just going to do this section of your lawn. Whereas when you have the base model, nothing, you go out there and turn them on. Yeah. They never malfunctioned. They never fail. I don't know what you're doing. Like Jerry Seinfeld had a joke, and I'm not going to repeat it verbatim, but basically he was what's talking about. What's the deal? Yeah, it was like, what's the deal <laughs> with forks? Because he was talking about how, how Chinese people, you know, they've just, they rock the chopsticks. Yeah. And, and they can use them very, like normal, like anything. They can just use, use them for anything. Like it's yeah. just a fork or a regular utensil to us. And when people try to introduce the fork to them, they're like, nah. No, no, no. We're sticking with the chopsticks. You should have just stuck with the chopsticks. You, you should have. My, by the way, that's a dope rock the chopsticks. It's like a band. If you tr- if you have a band called Chop the Rock Sticks, guess what? You're rich. Game over. <laughs> guess what? You just made a lot of money just off of the name alone. I never heard that. When you said rock the chop, I was like, oh, man, that's a good kind of <laughs> <laughs> chop the rock sticks. Gee, what are we doing right now? <laughs> you come up with some names, Gee. Y'all ready to chop the rock sticks? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. What is it, a uh, dude from Saturday Night Fever? I knew that Warby? you could. <laughs> Can you dig it? I knew that you could. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's one of my, uh, my, my son gave me my birthday presents. And one of them, he's like, I noticed you didn't have this. It's the LP from Saturday Night Fever. Nicely done. I said, that is a really, what? The double? The way you open uh, it up, you got the, oh, bro. It's yeah. nice. I haven't opened it. I won't open it. He oh, he I bought the new version? Yeah, he bought it. Hey, brand you know new. what? I hear uh, those are even like they're more. Ex- I know they're more expensive. Yes. He but they put more love into them, I think. If I'm I, not mistaken, I'm not a I vinyl w- head. I wish so. I could tell you because I he knows he's like, I know you're never going to open it. But here, because I, I have I like just I put them up on, on the wall. I you just reminded me. I, I don't have a, a turntable and I do plan on getting one. But like what seems like nine years ago, I ordered a uh, from Mondo, I think is what they're called. I ordered the uh, Psycho Gorman vinyl. It was like a double vinyl picture disc kind of thing, only just because it looked really cool. I'm not going to really listen to it that much because it's just a, it's a score. You know what I mean? You can yeah. listen to it so many times. I haven't received it. I, I haven't what? heard anything. I just remembered right now as you were talking. Like, oh, you know, I should probably get this? in touch with them. Brian, did you get yours? Call me. All right. How long ago did you order this? Well, when did uh, Psycho Gorman come out? Like uh, January? Gee. <laughs> Come remembered, on, dude. dude. I just remembered. 
What are we doing right now? G? I don't know. I don't know if Brian got his because Brian owns everything, by the way, that you can own. Literally, I think of Psycho Gorman that he is the biggest. By the way, if you want to, if you're a Psycho Gorman fan and you're on Reddit, go to the uh, subreddit because guess who's hosting it? It's my man, Brian. Pop Get out of here. Yeah. He's, he started he's, running, a, he's rocking the chopsticks over there, dude. He's chopping the rock sticks. Mm hmm. Chop the rock sticks and rock the chopsticks. Oh, come on, G. That's all us Beastie Boys. All day. I think that's our new. Uh, you know what? Here's a noise single coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> let's get to work, dude. I think I found the idea. That's We're going to do it. That's going to be our thing. dude. We're going to make chop the rock sticks. <laughs> Don't play with Daniel. He's going to send me a song. I'm not playing time. with you, Daniel. If you can come up with something for chop the rock oh, sticks, dude, I'm fucking there. He's going to send me a full song as, like two days after you drop this. Good. That's Please do. how he rolls. I'm there. I promise. With bells on, yo. Except I won't wear the bells when we record. I wonder where that the, came from. I'm, I'm there with bells on. Hey, you know what? Who, th- who came up with a penny for your thoughts? What cheap bastard oh, came up with that, that one? That is. That is a good question. Penny for your thoughts? thoughts? No, you dick. You don't think that, that's what they're worth? One cent? Maybe that was yourself. a lot of money back in the day. A penny? Yeah. How I mean, I guess if bag? you're buying houses for thousands of dollars, for $1,000, then maybe. Exactly, dude. Well, oh. you know what? We need to get rid of a penny for your thoughts. I don't think that that one should be said anymore. We should at least upgrade to like, I don't know. Quarter. A Bitcoin or something. Quarter for your thoughts? Bitcoin for your thoughts. That's what it oh, is. This guy, Dogecoin for your thoughts, Dan. <laughs> hey, you know what? I made thousands of dollars. I know, dude. I, well, here's the <laughs> I thing, think I, I also created ex- some monsters, by the way, too. I was expecting you to call me and be like, hey, moving to Switzerland. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I am done talking about progress with cryptocurrency with you because you look down on it and me. I do not. I look up on it. I know very smart people like that look own... up on these. Oh, I'm just oh, kidding, Steve. I'm go. sorry. I'm I know sorry. very smart people that own almost a whole Bitcoin. And I'm like, dude, that was a great investment. That was when I was, that was a great investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm doing with that is I am going to, I have now, I now own one Ethereum coin. Okay, nice. So I think I'm going to get a couple of those, actually. I'm going to kind of like, because, listen, the Doge thing, I do feel there's some long-term gain there, but it's still so volatile. And I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I heard Elon's going on. I know. Like, I heard. I know for a fact Elon's going on Saturday Night Live, and he's going to talk about it. And then, like, Mark Cuban was on Ellen this week, and they were talking Mm -hmm. about it. So I know that something is going to come of this. But the fact of the matter is, is that I don't think it's going to end up being in the Ethereum. And I could be completely wrong about this. Timestamp. But I don't think it's going the way of Ethereum or Bitcoin, you okay. know, just because of market caps and such. But I'm thinking what I want to do as opposed to just like putting everything into the Dogecoin and, and like trying to make this quick gain and then taking out my profits, which isn't really a bad idea if it works for you, is uh, I'm just going to buy a freaking Ethereum coin again. So I'll have a couple of those because those are going to go up. I mean, sure. you should have a crypt. You should have some sort of crypto, a lot of stuff in your, your wallet. You should. I have don't a- even have a wallet yet, though. Oh. That's why I'm kind of chilling right now because I started off with Robinhood. I don't want to turn this into a crypto talk. Dan's crypto corner. But I uh, started off on Robinhood because I was green. Yes. You know what I mean? And you could do this. And I I eventually found out that when you do buy crypto on there, Mm -hmm. as most people know now, you can Mm -hmm. only sell it. You can buy it or sell it or hold it. But you can't like use it for currency or change it to different wallets and such. But uh, there's so much pressure on Robinhood right now that they have said many times now that they are doing a wallet that should be coming soon. But I, I, you know, like I, I hope they take their time with it because like, don't just throw something out. That's not right. And then no, people can hack dude. it and whatnot. I know oh, there's like dude. blockchain technology and all that stuff involved, but 
you know, people are pretty damn smart. So They're take your time, Robin Hood. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not a, you know, I know people are like, fuck Robin Hood. But there's just so much that I don't understand about cryptocurrency. In fact, from the uh, the Heroes of Noise chat group became another group that we're talking about crypto and stuff. So there's like Darren Bass. He started it. And uh, oh, that's really cool, man. Yeah. And just there's, you know, Forrest is on there. And I don't know who else is on there. I've just Did been you get a Adams coin- on there. You have Coinbase. I have Coinbase, yeah. That's good. I heard, I heard that's a quality. Um, Wait, are you talking about the stock? Or are you talking about no, the, the application? App. Uh, the app. Um, I do have it, but I don't have a lot in there right now. That's fine. At least you have, I have like, something in it. I have like, what is it? Uh, I think it's like $30 or $50 worth of Bitcoin, which is okay. nothing. That's something. It's something. It is something. You make no mistake, dude. It is something. No, of course. It's going to appreciate. Yes. But Mark. I think... I think, I don't know, I, I, I'm kind of afraid to dive into Bitcoin only because it's such a large number to try to get up to to get those gains. But like you said, it is something. Yeah, and I would listen to, I mean, I, I imagine you listen to the uh, Bitcoin or the crypto podcasts or whatever that are kind of just like, hey, look, we're just telling you, you know, what we're seeing happening. I am doing homework, not as much as I should, but I am really trying to dive into it now because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want this to become the thing where it's like, it's, I'm so obsessed with it. This is all I talk oh, about and everything like that. And I have a very addictive personality where I could totally go into something like that. And I don't really have the time for it, but that's real. this is money and I'm not trying to fuck around with it either. So that's I'm doing true. my homework. And with this little group that we started or that was started, I should say that I joined, you know, I think we're all going to kind of help each other out, have each other's it's backs, yeah. some smart decisions being made in there. I'm not saying names, but I'm kind of impressed. I mean, dude, we have our, if, if our group started a crypto chat, it's going to be smart. There's smart people in our groups, dude. Goddamn right there, Steve. Um, I wasn't so smart last week, though. Why would you? I like it that you have stories for me this week. What's up? So, um, Bell and I are out in Madeira, and we or in uh, we're out traveling, and I meant to go on ninety nine or forty one, but I hit ninety nine, and I said, "Screw it, I'll just go to Avenue Twelve, and then take Avenue Twelve to the forty one." Okay. So I'm in her. We're, we're driving her car. And so I'm driving and I, it didn't even click in my brain that this is a two-way highway or a two-way street. So it's 55 miles an hour by default, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going about 80. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And I see a police car going the opposite direction um, way up ahead. So I let up on the gas and he passes me and I see him do a U-turn. Yeah. He's like, oh, you think I didn't see that? Yeah. And so he he pulls up on me and Belle freaks out. She's like, get everything out of your pockets, put everything with me. <laughs> it's gonna I mean, be that. I was like, movie. You know what? That's smart. Yeah. She's like, you take everything out, anything you need, I'm reaching for it. Yeah. It, which is it's a fair, it's a fair feeling totally to have. Totally fair. And then it gets me to the point of, oh my God, she's right. So I took I put everything on the on the, the dash. And she's free as soon as the cop comes up, she's freaking out. Um are you going to give us a, what are you doing? He has everything right here. I'm like, oh, yep. You know what? She should be. Because oh, she started like, with the cop that way? Yeah. She's like, I know what could happen. And when he's like, can I see license registration? She's like, I'll get it. I'll get the, give me your license. I was like, yeah, that's real. She's like, I'm going to hand him everything. And he's already like, okay, this is going to be a, I'm not even talking to him. And so he's like, I clocked you going 78. And, and uh, we both aren't saying much of anything except her giving him the information. She goes back to the car. He goes back to the car. And Belle is really like um, freaking out. I'm trying to keep it cool, but I understand why she's freaking out because she's like, I've seen videos of what happens. 
and I know that this can happen. Let's just all come. You know, I was like, okay, let's just keep it cool. So he comes back up to the window and he's like, you didn't tell me it was your birthday. Um, and she said, does that mean you're not going to give him a ticket? And he's like, no, no, it doesn't mean that at all. <laughs> Sorry. And she's like, so why was it? Why? What? I was like, oh, now she's getting just like, then why'd you even say that then? You should have well, just looked about no, Melissa. If you listen, you've watched these movies, right? <laughs> Shh, and she's like, then, then why did you say that? Just and he's like, I brought it down to 10 miles over. And happy I was, birthday. I was like, yeah, dude, whatever. And so he tries to make a joke. We joke. We both kind of eyeball him. And he's just like, okie dokie. Um, have a good day. Okie dokie. <laughs> that, that's what he said. He's like, all right. And leaves. And we kind of sit there for a second, getting our wits about us. And after that getting pulled over, I happened to be listening to a podcast. And the person said, we need to stop get, uh, doing the pulling over for speeding tickets. We now see that cops are trigger happy. So maybe just scan. Hey. You were speeding. We'll send you a ticket with your picture, just like they do when I when I went through a, I went through a toll road that I didn't know about, and they sent me a picture of myself going through said toll road and sent me a ticket. They're like, yeah, that's what they should do, because we you need to have as little interaction with these guys as possible, and also getting pulled over is traumatizing to a large segment of the population. So maybe you just like, hey, we saw you getting, we saw you, you were going eighty miles. Here's a picture of you going eighty miles uh, an hour. Uh, here's your ticket. If you want to fight it, come to court. Done. What is the point of pulling over at this point? You got us going, give us a picture, send it in the mail, and we'll fight it. If we want to fight it, we'll, we'll be there. If not, we'll just take the ticket then. Game. This whole thing is just way too traumatizing. I have a story for you. I can't wait. I got pulled over last night. Shut the front door. This morning, actually. It was like 12, 15 a.m. But, oh, okay. Tell me the full. Okay. You well, but like work. you, I essentially made a mistake because okay. I had my other car last night. I didn't have my new one. And the mm. other car has a burnout headlight. It is not a bulb situation. It's an electrical issue. Oh, it just came up. It's okay. You know, but it's I told Gail, I said, I, I just know because it's going to be a couple days until we can get it fixed. I'm like, I just know I'm going to get pulled over for this. I just fucking know it because <laughs> I'm taking this car. She's like, I'll be fine. I'm like, I'm You're taking like, this it. car at night. Yeah. There's not a lot of, you know, there are not a lot of cars on the road at night. So if they see me, they're like, oh, it's a slow night. Let's pull them over. And Let's guess what? Yeah. That's exactly what happened. So was he going the opposite direction? Go. Uh, we were both turning. He was turning right. I was turning left. So okay. we're, we're facing each other. And then you see him do a U-turn. No, I turned first. And I went, ah, damn it. Oh, and, damn. And I just knew. Right. So and yeah. then he gets right behind me. Woo. And, then, and I'm trying to do the thing. So I just hit cruise control because I'm trying to stay at the limit, but it's like they fucking know what you're doing, <laughs> you know, when you're just trying to stay right there. And I'm, and you, and then I'm like, OK, well, I'll go 45. So it shows yeah. I'm carefree, but not you're too in your your monologue in the car. You're probably exactly. Like, this that's is what's going on in my head. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just go like 45 because it's not 50. It's not 40. It's a 40. But I think we'll be OK because there's that five, five mile an hour window. That is right? so funny. And then but then it's like, oh, shit, I'm going 50, you know, like so yes. I already knew. And he's just like right at the perfect. The perfect license plate reading distance. There's a whole other lane and he's not moving. How so like, long did he, so, did he follow? Uh, you, probably about a minute and a half, which is a Jeez, very long minute and a half. That's a long and time. Yeah. Dude. So and in my head, I'm like, do I just fucking pull over now? <laughs> I mean, yes, that implies guilt, but it's like, you're clearly following me. I'm aware of my situation. Does that seem honorable or does that seem suspicious? Right. So, yeah. all right, I'm just gonna let this play out. And then pretty much after that, I, thought I get the lights. Oh, I pull into a, so I pull into a parking lot. Okay, 
And uh, where are we for? I know this is very local. But sorry, I know it's at? local, but where I'm at, Steve, is I'm on uh, the corner of Bullard and West in the Save Mart Center parking lot. I know exactly. I know exactly where that is. Okay. Okay. So I'm coming off of Bullard. You know how there's like surrounding. There's like another uh-huh. little mini mall area right there. Yeah. So I pull into this the mini mall part that's just right off of Bullard into a stall. Yeah. Across the street from um, uh, 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 Max's and yeah, from uh, whatever that coffee place is. Uh, uh, Dutch Brothers. Yes. Yes. So caddy corner for being you know real about it. So I pull into the, the parking stall and then the car, which was like a it was like an SUV type. Yeah, of course. Car pulls next to me. Right. Oh, wow. And I'm like, OK, well, behind me, but next to me. Okay, that's what I said, Steve. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this other cop car goes and gets right behind me. And I'm like, oh, no, shoot. I'm like, oh, no. And (laughs) literally every listen, I I know what's going on in the world, but I do know for a fact that there are good police officers out there. But right now, I'm not trusting anybody. Okay, so I'm like, you're freaking out. I'm I know. I'm keeping oh, okay. calm, okay. Okay. but I'm like, I'm going to do a science experiment. I'm going to do a social experiment right now. So, because my initial reaction was to put my hands on the, on the steering wheel. Absolutely. Right? But I go, yes. I'm not going to. So I put my hands down again, and I'm like, I'm just going to see what happens here. Because and I do think, listen to me. Good, okay. I do think that there, I guess I was looking for it, if I'm being honest with yes, you. I don't, know, I don't know why. I don't know why. Jesus. But I wasn't, but I wasn't going to be the guy that's on TikTok with my window Partly rolled down time. No, I don't need to do this, sir. You know, that kind of shit. You I'm just can't like, I'm just the gonna... guy. I don't know if you got the memo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dan cannot be that guy. Well, no, there are those guys out there, but I'm just saying I didn't want to go that route. I just okay. wanted to see what's going to happen here. So right. I, my windows rolled down uh-huh. and I'm just sitting there looking yeah. forward and tap, tap, tap on the passenger window. So this female officer, you know, rolled down. So I rolled down the window. And she was actually really nice. You know, okay. she's just like, hey, so, you know, how you doing? I, you know why I pulled you over? I go, yeah, the light. She's like, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to, you know, can I get your license and registration? I'm like, sure. And <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to just <laughs> this is bad. This is tacky, oh, me, but damn. this is exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, I just threw in the fact I go, you know, it, 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 there's a it's a fact, but it's a past fact. So it doesn't really count. I'm like, oh, man, what a night. I said, you know, she's like, uh, she saw my scrubs. She's like, oh, you just getting off of work? I'll, yeah, I just got off work right now. We just lost a patient. <laughs> you didn't do that. Dude. I swear to God. I said, yeah. I said, we just had, I, I, this is my first code. And I just, uh, we lost somebody. So I'm a little frazzled right now. I'm sorry. And I just wanted to see what, what would happen. Because I knew I wasn't going to get in trouble. I already felt, no, yes. I felt safe for the most okay, part. Okay, okay. So I, uh, so I, she's like, oh, oh, okay, all right. Well, I'm just going to, can I get your registration? Now, uh, maybe a week ago, I took the registration out of my car because we got oh, new car insurance dude. and I forgot to put it back in because I don't drive. Immediately you were like, oh, Christ. as soon as I hit the glove, like as my finger touched the button, I'm like, oh shit, it's not in here. Yeah. So I opened it up and like, because we had our car detailed out, it was like, there's literally nothing in the glove Oh, you couldn't do the fake looking through papers? No, nothing. Okay. Like oh. I don't even, have, I don't even have that. And I go, listen, this car is under my name, but it's my wife's car and I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what's going on, but I know you can run it from the plates and everything. So she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was, she went back to the car uh-huh. and I'm sitting there and I just happened to out of my peripheral. This is where it got a little weird. Uh, out of my peripheral, I, I just see something or feel something. I turn around, this motherfucker, this young baby face cop was like right up on me on my side. Oh, sneaking snap. up on me. What? And I, lit- and I literally went, holy shit. <laughs> I literally said that to him because he made what? me jump. 
And I go, dude, you scared the shit out of me. And he just kind of smiled and everything. He's like, yeah, I'm just uh, sneaking up on people. And then so I'm like, okay. He kind of had that look of a dick cop, but he also looked like a little kid. Like he yeah, did. But so man, I just went, listen. how you doing tonight, man? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just out doing our thing. And I said, oh yeah. <laughs> so I went, how long have you been on the force? Because <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure he hates a that day question. and a half. Yeah, he's he goes. I like to tell people it's my first day, but I've been on the force for four years. And I said, "Yeah, I get it. You look pretty young." <clears throat> We're having a conversation about looking young and hitting the wall. Just, I'm trying to do anything I can. I want to see like the human come out of these people, yes. and, and I'm done fucking with them. You yeah. know, I'm just just seeing how it plays out. Yes, but you know, there's really nothing that uh, exciting with the story. Turns out that what was going on. He's like, "I'll be honest with you. We probably wouldn't have even pulled you over if it was just me and my partner over here. This other guy who was in the back. Um, he's all, but we're, we're training." right now so this was a perfect opportunity for us to kind of like okay there's a you know uh, this is where we start basically so it was just an exercise <laughs> that's what i go okay cool uh, cool he's like we probably won't even give you a citation like, oh, oh they didn't give you a citation nope they didn't give me a citation and i just said yes i'm aware i said i'm getting it. and i am i'm getting it fixed this weekend at least i hope i am and um so they just let me go they were actually pretty cool about it and then i wanted to test it one more time so once they took off right they were like chilling in the parking lot by the grocery store. And I pulled up next to him because I did. I had a valid question. I said, well, in this case, being that my headlight is out, is it OK to just run my brights, which they're not out? Therefore, I have two headlights on. You know, I just want to see if they'd be like, you still here, motherfucker. But they, they said, uh, yeah, 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 you can do that, whatever. You know, anyway, there's nothing to the story. They were actually very pleasant police officers. Now, you know, I don't know, but. I'm happy to say that I, I came out unscathed. Hey, it sounds it sounds like right now you're here talking to me. Yeah. So you know. apparently you're you didn't get as scared. you are too. As I am, as I am. Uh, thank goodness for uh, you know uh, someone was in my passenger seat being able to hand him all the information. I like that uh, that bell kind of went off though because I've seen that in movies. Oh yeah, she was not. I mean, when the brother's like, "Hey, you got to chill." <laughs> no, I, I knew. Bit. Okay, good. She's in the car. Yeah. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, oh, it's like Get Out. That's the movie I'm thinking of. It was the scene from Get Out at the beginning. Uh, see, it would have been a better scene had it not turned out that she was a certain person at the end. <laughs> what do you mean? Like she turned out to be totally evil. Oh yeah, that's true. Oops, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, stop it. Hey, guess what? Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. See, oh, that's, what, that's how I'm rolling today, Steve. What are you Steve? doing, man? But yeah, I, you already know I'm done with cops. But anyway, um, uh, um, weird that we both got pulled over in the last week. Right? Very, very. And they just pulled you over for funsies. They don't <laughs> literally, understand that it literally is Literally as an exercise. Yeah, yeah. It's, they don't get that it's anyway. I'm, it was I'm traumatizing. Gonna, it was at first, but then I went, okay, I feel like I'm going to be safe. So now I'm just, like I said, it was a social experiment. I wanted to see, basically, I just want to see if they were dick cops or they were nice. And they were nice. They all seemed young. And, uh, you know, they were a person of color who was there. Not that that matters. Y'all kill anybody today? So so how many people you killed today? Yeah. Slow day? Okay. Yeah. Could you imagine if I asked that question? You know what? I, they would have just been like, they would have given you a citation. They would have been like, okay, now you're getting one. We're going to find something. You would have been the conversation for the rest of the night. Could you believe what that dude? We were being nice night. to this guy. <laughs> and he literally said, how many black people did you kill today? Dude, you would have been the talk of the night, but God. you would have known you ruined their night. No, you would have ruined their two because they would have got home to their significant others. and be like, do you know what this freaking. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so funny. G. That's it's so just funny. weird, though, that it's it genuinely it, with everything that's going on in the world. 
and I understand where I'm coming from. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, so it's it's Getting not like shot being. Too. Yeah. What's that? Getting shot too. Yeah, but yeah, a lot. But like you said, you, you I wasn't really going to be in that situation, as you put. It. I forgot exactly how you put it, but I'm not. I I wasn't the right person to have something pop off. I, that's no, how I took I said, it. Whatever you, you said. can't be that. I'm, my thing is, and I stand by it. When you say I'm not going to be the guy that currently be like, I don't have to give you anything. I was like, you. Can't oh, you're that. saying me as a person just could you not be that person. No, you can't because you look. You are a person of color. Oh, I, you can't be yeah, that guy. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I okay. I'm with you then. I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm like you're like I. I didn't want to be that. I'm like you couldn't. Yeah. You I don't know if this conversation makes in. sense to the people listening, but I know where you're coming from, and I know you know where I'm coming from. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm like. You you would have been in the back of that dude, or worse, or yeah. worse. The second you roll down the window, be like, I don't have to give you a dude. It's done. You're calling me from jail. You worked on me. TikTok. What the hell? Exactly, G. <laughs> I'll be like, man, Dan needs far. You gotta stop far. watching TikTok, G. I don't watch TikTok anymore. No, I'm saying that. Someone's saying that to me. Oh, you, do you, I do. I, I watch way too much of it. I lose you, hours at a time at night. Did nighttime. you try that thing that girl did? You're gonna have to be way more specific. Okay, than remember that, that girl kind of did. Uh, she did like, hey, here's a tutorial of how I do these effects. Oh, oh, the British one. Uh, no. No one wants to see this fucking mug. And then you now you want to see it all close up and stuff? No. Mm-mm. I'm still contemplating on whether or not we're going to go back to video, dude. I've seen myself. I don't think I want... I don't, dude, you're, not you're sure I like crazy. this. You're crazy, dude. People love seeing you pun them. Hey, uh, you know what? Let me just do something real quick because I've been forgetting, okay? Yes. Real quick. Hey, guess what? I've been forgetting to do this, so let me just do it real quick. Welcome to the show, Heroes of Noise podcast. Hello. My name is Dan, and I have some news for you, all right? So let me just bust this down real quick, and then we'll get back to the show, okay? Remind me, Steve, say some stuff about Patreon and stuff. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, reach us at Heroes of Noise. Reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. But you know what? Just go to www.heroesofnoise.com, and you can get everything right there. You can subscribe to the show, blah, 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 blah. But importantly, join the Heroes of Noise Podcast community because we have great people over there. Sometimes it goes a little dormant because I, I get busy. You know what I'm saying? But fucking fantastic people. And and the crew, they just keep they keep it going. And I love them for it. You know what I'm saying? I really, really appreciate it. But I'm going to turn this down because I do have some, a uh, little bit of house cleaning, if you don't mind, Steve. Down here. All right. So real quick. Uh, I said I mentioned Patreon. I just don't want to forget. So uh, for our patrons, you will notice and you probably are aware. But just in case you haven't been looking at your email, guess what? No shows for the month of April. And that is 100 percent my fault. I have been super busy. I know you've already heard me talk about this on the show, but I don't think that it's fair that we just take the money if we don't give you anything. So here's the situation. I tried to refund you for the month of April, but I did not know that I had our account set to like an automatic withdrawal thing. So without getting into all the details, basically Patreon does not allow like a reversal transaction. I can't take the money that was deposited into our account and put it back to you. So what I'm going to do is uh, tomorrow, in fact, is once we get the next you know payments for May, y'all are going to get paid for April. All right. So thank you very much for your patience. We will be coming back. I think I think that my schedule is going to start slowing down now. But some things at work just happened yesterday where I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, we got you. We are going to come back strong. Just be patient with us. And like I said, re- uh, refunds coming tomorrow, if not this weekend. It just depends on how they let me do it. Look at and then I, th- I think I'm done now, Steve. Uh, YouTube, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, YouTube. You notice we haven't been doing videos lately. Again, it's just because of my busy schedule. I don't have the time. I- I'm not good enough at video editing to just bust it out real quickly. It takes me a while to do it. So 
We've kind of held off on that for now. I know we always come off. I do. I always say shit and then it's like, we're going to be big and then things happen. So I, I was planning on this being like a bigger, more productive year for us. And it still could be. But at the moment, I am just so bogged down with work. We have uh, people that are out. We have people that have quit. They are using me a lot. So it's really keeping me from like dedicating to the podcast. But I'm just trying to get one show out a week right now. And uh, I promise it'll get better. Hey, Steve, before I forget, we actually have an email that has to do with last week's show. It's a long one, too. So do you mind if I get to this? Let's roll. And then we can continue on with the show. This is coming from the one and only Kevin Shanks. Oh, come on, Shanks. Regarding our music conversation that we had. Genius, and, and, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I called him out, or at least I brought him into the conversation. So he has some response. And it is as follows. Hey, Dan and Steve. So he's talking about, well, you'll know. This is all regarding the Eagles and everything that we were talking about. Okay. So if you didn't listen to last week's, that's where I'm going. <laughs> hey, Dan and Steve. Take it easy. Is definitely a country song. Hell, it was written by Jackson Brown. Travis Tritt covered it in the 90s, too. The Eagles' debut album had Take It Easy and Peaceful Easy Feeling, which is another country song. 100%. There was even a tribute compilation album that won Country Music Association Album, excuse me, Country Music Association Album of the Year in 1994. It really is fantastic. In addition to Tritt's cover, Clint Black covered Desperado. Alan Jackson covers Tequila Sunrise. I don't usually stump for country music, but this is a worth a listen. For those of you out there that are interested in that, you go for it. I'm sorry, I just, Kevin. I just so you know, I'm not a country guy, and particularly these guys, I just, I just can't. I've tried. You didn't even like taking it easy because it's too country. No, no, no. I didn't say I don't like it. I'm not. I've, I appreciate the Eagles and I respect what they've done. I'm just saying that it's not my favorite. They're not my favorite. Oh, you just, you just brought something to mind, Dan. Well, hold on. Let's stay on task here. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go there. But remind me after the email. Okay, we'll do. Uh, let's see. So Take It Easy is a hell of a song, but Hotel California is an all-time classic rock song. Both studio version and the Hell Freezes Over version. I agree. I like the Hell Freezes Over version. It's not. Is it all-time classic, G? Yeah. For, yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And then the Hell Freezes Over one has like a little bit of like, um, like percussion at the beginning and stuff. So I'm with you. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Just because Steve doesn't agree doesn't mean that it's not fact. I didn't say. No, I say it's a decent song. I think it's in the conversation for best, one of the best California songs, but it's not the number one. Go on. Nah, I disagree with you. I disagree. Yes, I mean, it would did. be, but see, that's, it's just all opinion, Steve. I know, you but you even said you liked um, California Dreaming better than Hotel California. Hotel, um, so? So I said it's in the top, but it's not number one. You just said I disagree. I, no, you just, you have these numbers that pop up into your head and I, I haven't worked it out. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you just say I disagree <laughs> off the jump. I don't believe you. I'm like, okay. No, no, that's just it. No, you just automatically go, no, it is the top five. And I haven't thought about the top five. You go inst- into it instantly. You I know said what I'm it, saying? but I said it is the top five. And you were just like, I disagree. Like, but it is the I top five. I don't even five. remember what California's- I said, Steve. It's been a busy oh, freaking week. But bad. I will say, if I had to pick, you know, honestly, I'll say now with a little bit of uh, time pulled away from it, it really just depends on my mood. So if you say, hey, do you want to, I have these two songs here. You want to hear Hotel California or California Dreaming? It really just depends on the day. Are we driving? Where are we driving? You know what I mean? Oh, am I, dude, am I driving the car, on a coast dude, somewhere? California Dreaming is, if we're in a driving vehicle? Yeah, California near the Dreamin'. beach. Yeah. California Dreaming. Yeah. But if we're like driving through like, uh, you know, Death yeah. Valley or something like that. California Dreaming. No, I may go for Hotel California. Dark if Desert I'm Highway and such. If driving to a vampire ridden bar, then yes, maybe Hotel California. You know, as we're getting off task here. I got to finish this email. But you did say something last week that is totally true. That is a fucking horror song. Yeah. It's, or at it's, least it seems like it, kind of. Very creepy. Very Especially creepy. Al B. Sure's version. 
I'll be sure is a horrid song in general. It's just like, oh my God. You're see, I can't even take credibility with this when you even throw. I don't even know if he brings I'll be sure into the conversation. Of course he won't, because you got to be deep in the R&B. Yo, that <laughs> song is. Hey, 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 chop the rock sticks, G. So anyway, um, take it easy. A hell of a song. But Hotel California is an all time classic rock song. Both studio versions and the hell freezes over version. I've, I've already been there. Uh, it says, but uh, still upper echelon rock music from the 70s, for sure. But overplayed, he says. Yes, it is overplayed. Mike and the Mechanics were a good band. The Living Years, which we played on the show, and uh, YouTube didn't like that very much, especially lyrically, when you know it's about Rutherford and his dad, who recently died. Oh, yeah. That, if I'd have known that, I probably would have given it a few mm, more extra mm, points. Mm. But he's really singing it in that one. Though. All that stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says, I listen to the, the whole debut album all the time. Peter Gabriel versus Phil Collins. Peter Gabriel has Salisbury Hill, Modern Love, Games Without Frontiers, Shock the Monkey, Sledgehammer, In Your Eyes, and Big Time. I you know I didn't even go Shock the Monkey. I don't know where my brain was that day, but oh, you know what? Something doing... out of nothing. That's I... where it was that day. Out of nothing at all? <laughs> You're bringing it back, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> you know what I'm Good job, buddy. I appreciate that. Hey, Steve, I appreciate you. Hey, I try. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, da, da, da. Okay, Phil has In the Air Tonight. I don't care anymore. You like I don't care anymore, Steve? No. Do you know the song I'm talking about? Yes, I do. How's it start? I don't remember how it starts. It goes. Uh, sing. Oh, now, Dan, you got to sing it now. Mm. No, I'm not going to sing oh, it. Oh, snap. No, I'm not Shock sing. the rock sticks. Shock the rock sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love it, dude. Shock the rock sticks. <laughs> Gail we'll just stuck on. her head in there like, what the hell are you talking about? That's funny. <laughs> are you beatboxing? What are we, in, at a prison? Why are you prison? drumming singing Shock the Rock Sticks? We're in a prison lunch room? <laughs> a prison <laughs> lunch room. <laughs> hey, speaking of TikTok, we were talking about TikTok. Uh, I was on, I got under this like rabbit hole where, and I, I'm going to get back to the email, but I was on this rabbit hole thing where it was just this, these guys that are like filming themselves that are like, just, just using their like their their beatbox and like yeah whatever yeah making some sick sick they're just dropping sick shit and it's like will anyone ever hear this i don't yes. know i hope so I, I think talent rises at the top dude jesus man they were really good but anyway i'm sorry I, i'm okay. getting off t- i'm trying anyway, not to this said, is a long email i i don't care anymore i don't care anymore like most of the people listening to the show right now uh so studio one more night don't lose my number good song uh, and one of those runaway into the night songs that I talk about sometimes. Uh, Take Me Home, not a fan of that song because he says it because I don't remember too much. Uh, Another Day in Paradise, and I Wish It Would Rain Down. Something, he's, he just keeps going here. Something Happened on the Way to Heaven, and You'll Be in My Heart. That whole Tarzan soundtrack is awesome. I choose really? Phil. I choose Phil as well. All day, dude. And he didn't even go to separate lives. He didn't go to a lot of different things. He's, yeah. do, he's doing the most on this, though, so he's doing great. And I mean that in a good way, Kevin. Thank you for your email. Uh, now it. he gets into the important stuff. Now okay. he hits on something that I was going to say, Uh-oh. but I didn't. And I'll explain why in just a second. He says, Pink Floyd, my advice, listen to their sixties and seventies discography from Piper at the gates of dawn to the wall. I didn't even bring up Piper at the gates of dawn. It's a really, really good album. I like it a lot, but okay. I think because you're green to Pink Floyd, this might be a good start. Go with, this is what I'm saying. Go with dark side of the moon. Wish you were here. You know, see if you like it and then go back. But there's like Astronomy Domain is one of is like the first song on um, 
Piper at the Gates of Dawn. It's awesome, dude. I think you would appreciate it because you know how you like you appreciate all the like the groovy BG stuff they did when they changed their sound or love it. I think that you would appreciate all the technical stuff. But anyway, let me get back okay. to it right now. So he says, uh, Piper Gates of Dawn to the wall. Dark Side of the Moon is my go to album for chilling at night. But don't sleep on everything else from those two decades, especially the early stuff. And I totally agree. I just didn't go there. And then he says, anyway, sorry for the rambling, but your talk of music last week made me break radio silence. I'll let you get back to your show. As always, you are one of the highlights of my week. Much love, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Shanks! Shanks comes. You know what? He came through. Not just an email, but a very good email that inspired conversation. You think Pink Floyd, uh, would you, I'm not going to throw numbers out. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not going to throw numbers out. Okay. What I'll say is, um, how often is, is that one of the rock groups you most you've listened to? Like they're one of the people that you've listened to the most throughout your life. Uh, I have listened to a lot of Pink Floyd. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've never seen Pink Floyd though. I had a chance to see them when I was a senior in high school and I pretty, I'm pretty sure that I was like either in trouble or maybe I had to work at Taco Bell or some shit, which, which makes me wonder. It probably wasn't that because I would have quit and just gone. Um, I didn't get to see Pink Floyd. And it's something that I, I'll regret for the rest of my life. Because um, like they really, really go to it in their shows. But at the time, it was for um, one of their later albums. And it, it's, it's escaped ooh. me which one it is right now. And I can't even think of the name of it. But it wasn't fantastic. So I would have uh-huh. gone for the, you know, like maybe eat some fungus and go look at the lights kind of thing. But I would have rather seen them like at the wall going back. Are they alive? Yeah. They're just broken up. David Gilmore and uh, Roger Waters. They, I don't think they'll ever play with each other again. I'm not sure if it's a rivalry thing or that's just creative differences. I I don't know all of the Pink Floyd drama, but I do know that those two don't really care for each other. Roger Waters has toured several times. He's he's toured the wall. So it's him and his own band. And the thing about the wall tour was what they do is you start off and it's a fucking wall all the way across the stage. And as the concert progresses, they keep taking pieces out of the wall until the wall eventually crumbles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. 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 You know what I mean, saying? it's, it's, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to spend $125 to stare at a wall for no, know, dude, half the concert. Not a, but uh-uh. No, wait, do they play in back of the wall? Yeah. Yeah. They're not in front of the wall. No. <laughs> They're yeah. like the gorillas. Damn. The real musicians playing behind a screen. Is this Except true? it's not a screen. It's a wall. Are you lying or are you telling I'm me? I'm not you? lying. You could look it up on YouTube. Damn, that is horrible. I'm, listen, dude, it's not my concept. But that they tear horrible. down the wall at the end of the album. So I get it. You can't like bring it up. That would make no sense. Do you know how mad I'd be if I was in that crowd? About I three actually, songs in, I'd look at people and be like, oh, they're doing see, this, aren't that's they? what I'm saying. Like, I, I, let's get to movies here in a second, Steve. But yeah. I actually... I don't appreciate that. Like Tool, one of my favorite bands. And yes, I saw them twice on their last tour because they'd been gone so long. But I don't appreciate the fact that Maynard Keenan sits in the very back, stands in the very back, in literally in the shadows. Most of them do, actually. And they just stand there. And they play wonderfully. And there's tons of visuals, much like, you know, Pink Floyd would be. But totally different art, by the way. But, you know, you get the idea. But I don't appreciate that. I don't like it. Like the Gorillas. I get it. They're a cartoon band. That is weird. Or for that matter, Death Clock is another one of those cartoon bands. Um, but uh, I don't think Gail's ever forgiven me for this. She wouldn't admit it. But I had tickets to go see Sia at one point. Oh. And I really enjoy Sia. I think she's, she's great. Does she, does she wear that thing in front of her face during the concert? Yes. And okay, cool, cool, here, cool. this is what got me. I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to see what she's like. I don't want to like spoil any concert surprises. Cool. But I do want to see how she gets down. And then I saw on YouTube... 
uh, clip of, uh, you know, from her tour that someone took. And it's Sia staring at a wall, like back to the crowd, staring at a wall, singing into a corner. Listen. Hell no, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not paying. I get it. Okay. She's got anxiety. Whatever. Fine. If you want to go pay for that, knock your fucking socks off. But I just couldn't bring myself to do that. I remember we had, it was like, okay, we could go to this or we could use this money for something else. And I ended up doing an executive decision. And I don't think she was happy about that. Does she still regret it? I think so. I mean, she was, it, it could have been worse. Like if I would have done that with Nina Simone, like we probably wouldn't be married oh, right dude, now. Dude, listen. You know what I mean? But did you t- see a <laughs> Nina Simone, two different things. Yeah, two different. I mean, I imagine, did you take her to see Pink when she mm-hmm. came out? Yep. Yeah, everyone was there that night. Turns That's, out. Dude, I'm telling you. Oh, no, I wanted to go. Amazing concert. But I'm not, not even a big enough. fan. Yeah. Not, I like Pink, dude. Yeah, she's very talented. I just, I've always said I, I like her voice. I like her song structure. Her performance is one of the best I've seen, literally. I just think her lyrics are dumb as shit. But I mean, I'm willing to forgive that. Yeah, I remember when she started out as an R&B chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Was, I was like, look at her. But anyway, okay. So found thank groove, you so though, much. Steve. Yeah, thank you so much, Shanks. As normal, whenever we talk music, please write in. I could do a couple of iTunes reviews, Steve. Hit it. We do ask people to send them in. We should at least read them, right? Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to go. Uh, let's see. I guess I'll go. There's one that I, I've been sitting on for a while. I kept forgetting to do it. I'm going to go ahead and read it here, Steve. You let me know what you think. Okay. All right. It's a five-star review. I'll say that. It's uh, titled Great Chemistry Between the Hosts. Okay. Love Sounds it. like we're, we're, we're going so in the right great. direction. Right. It says, uh, I started listening to Heroes of Noise after Dan saw I like Duran Duran and suggested I check out their episode. So right here, I can think of one person that I quote unquote know that I sent this to. Okay. Could be this person. But <laughs> on the other hand, I remember when we did the Duran Duran show, I sent it out to multiple people on different groups and stuff. And I even reached out to certain people. Hey, you know, I noticed you mentioned Duran Duran. Check this show out. So it, technically it could be anybody. Okay. But it says, um, uh, let's see. Dan saw I like Duran Duran and suggested I check out their episode. Extremely well done episode of my favorite 80s group. Thank you. I've been listening pretty much ever since. Gotta say that I really love Steve and Dan's friendly banter and their discussions. <laughs> and this is where it takes a weird turn, Steve. But yes, I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway. I can't say I'm, I'm going to disagree with this statement, but here we go. If I had to name a downside to the podcast, it would be how many times Dan's train of thought seems to derail while relating the story or explaining something. Hey, Steve, do you like eggs? <laughs> I'm thinking about going to Mexico next year. I don't know. Anything. What do you think about the, uh, the uh, election results? Anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> It would be how many times Dan's train of thought seems to derail while relating the story or explaining something. But they're often entertaining. I am assuming she's talking about the stories I tell. And they make Steve laugh. Guess what they say, Steve? He has a great laugh. Keep up the great work. You know. Look. But hey, at least we got your laugh, though, Steve. No. That th- Five that stars. What they're saying is you're funny. When I can stay on course. Oh, I think you should take it as you're funny. I'm not uh, really offended by it. I will say that I was kind of like, is that a backhanded compliment at first? But no, whoever this person is, it was uh, actually sent to us by Winter Raven. Winter Raven, Steve, is that a, is that a man or a woman? Winter Raven? Yeah. Winter strikes me as a woman. W-Y-N-T-E-R. Mmm, Winter. 
I'm going woman. I, I am too. Yeah, I think it's a woman. But anyway, that doesn't really matter. But that that's the uh, the person that sent this in. And I can honestly say that I sort of see what they're talking about. He or she is talking about sometimes. We do go very tangential sometimes. And yeah. I know personally, particularly after last year, like I get foggy sometimes. I don't know if that's that COVID related thing or what, but I do know what this person's talking about. I can recognize it in myself. But five stars, Steve. Still there not bad, is. right? There five it is. Stars. Then we got another one that's short and sweet. So thank you, uh, Winter Raven. I will try to. Hey, Steve, did I ever tell you that I uh, think about collecting stamps? <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, uh, poisonous snakes, Steve? Dan is on one today. If you had to buy a new sh- pair of shoes right now, Steve, what would you buy? Brooklyn. Oh, sorry. Let's get back to the show. Okay. Anyway, so this one is a must listen. This one came in yesterday from Haidu7. All right. Thank you, Haidu7. And this is a uh, very short and sweet. It's got my favorite thing ever on it. Best laugh on any podcast. Dan's laugh. Great chemistry and a very enjoyable listen. I'm there just we you go. Shit, Steve. You do have the best laugh on any podcast. I can't L- deny that. Hey, can't deny miss, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But you know, I love that, that I put out shows and video and uh, <laughs> websites and social media and I uh, line up guests and all that stuff. But hey, we always got your laugh though, Steve. <laughs> you know, God. I'm just kidding. You're worth so much more than that, my friend. You know that. <laughs> So thank you for your five-star reviews, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's wonderful, man. Love it. Gentlemen and gentlemen, or ladies and, I don't know. Ladies and ladies, them, ladies they, and ladies. us, everything. You know, hers thank and hims, you. thems. Yes, them and you. theys. Wonderful. Thank you for listening to the show. Now, Dan, we watched some stuff. We did, but Steve, real quick, do you like uh, Doughboy Pools? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, uh, I got... Uh, 30 minutes. You got 30 minutes. All right. So we can, I'm, I'm keeping you, I'm keeping on, I, I'm reminding you. So I'm just be like, highlight your boy, please. Um, do I want to talk about the news then? We could skip the news. Invincible renewed for seasons two and three. That's big news. Kind of. Oh dude. And then Jordan Peele's new movie. Holy crap. I haven't even heard about that. Dude, they got a cast. Dude. Okay. Tell you what, let's skip this stuff. Yes. Talk yeah. about that real quick. And then we'll go into movies. Dude, listen. So Daniel Kaluuya. Steven Yoon and Kiki Palmer are all stocked for the next Jordan Peele horror movie. Jordan knows what's up with Daniel Kaluuya. Dude, Kaluuya's the dude. dude especially after, you see that video where somebody mistake, mistake, uh, mistook him yes. for another. At the Oscars? Gee, his, uh, his face. <laughs> I would not want that guy to be mad at me. He didn't even do any. He actually answered the question anyway. You know how nice that is? Yeah, I actually saw said, I'm not I didn't even see what he said. I just saw his face, but I don't know what he, he said. He just answered the, the question. He answers like, you know, we all work hard and just did it like this. And afterwards, he looked to the side and looked like, what the crap? <laughs> but he was totally nice because he could have he could have put that person on front street. He's like, I'm going to keep though. I'm going to do the I'm going to do the British thing. I'm going to try to stay classy today and be like, come on. Yeah, I haven't heard him say come on in yet. I don't think he, I don't think people really say that, Steve. They, Dan, where did I come up with it from? I don't know. A movie? Probably. <laughs> but that's the news. Let's get to the movies we watched. We're just going to get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. The stuff that we watched over the last week. Steve, where do you want to start, my friend? Let's go. You're, you sent me a, you actually, let's start with the movie that you sent me. Nobody. Let's talk about nobody, man. Let's do that's it. a good song. You know what? I actually didn't like that song. It, you know, I, and I don't I like He Sweat. I like to grind up against my lady when that song's on. You oh, know what geez, I mean? We don't need to hear all this. I'm just saying. 
about you and your Hispanic wife. Like, hey, let's make a hot dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, Steve, wow. let's talk about nobody, bud. All right. A bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. That's that's the that's the plot. There's a lot going on with this movie. This is a, it came out in 2021, directed by Ilya. Oh, I'm going to butcher you. I'm sorry. Nice Schuler, written by Derek Kolstad, stars Bob Odenkirk, Aleski Aleski Serebnikov, and Connie Nielsen. Dude, what did you think about this movie? Uh, number one, that that synopsis. and Christopher Lloyd, by the way, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and RZA, for that matter. I knew his as soon as he was talking, I knew it was RZA. Yeah, I stepped on your words. I apologize. Please. What do you think? No, I was going to say that synopsis. It, it I guess technically that's what happens, but that isn't what happens. happens. Yeah, that's why I pause. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it, that does yeah, happen. It happens. But you think, oh, he saved. No, that's mm-hmm. not why this. No. But anyway, I, I watched the movie. I kind of knew what it was about. Um, I enjoyed the sit to the, the sit down watching it. Enjoy. I enjoyed the watching of the movie. I thought it was entertaining. I always like to see a good fight, a good fisticuffs. I thought Odenkirk was fun because you just don't expect him to be that guy. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is just John wick. Yeah. Well, that's what we're watching. I mean, that it's so close. And I was like, what are we like? Is it in the universe of John Wick? Well, you know, know. Uh, that Derek Kolstad wrote John Wick, right? Dan, are you kidding me? No. And I was completely down with it. Oh, you were OK. But did but did you notice like, oh, he just wrote the same movie twice? Kind of. <laughs> Instead of a dog, it's a kitty cat bracelet. That's ex- oh my god! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, holy crap! Yeah, no, I you know it's this is one of those there's a couple of movies that yes. we're going to be talking about today. This being one of them, where I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Now, whether or not I'm cool with it is is to be determined. But I was okay with this. Oh, go ahead and finish your story, and then I'll talk. No, no, no. I want you to review. You were so you were fine. Yes. That's what I'm. You're feeling what I'm feeling. Like I watched it, and there was no point in time. Where I was like, oh, snap. No. I think there was one scene where I was like, I've never seen that before. And it involves a chair and a hospital bed. I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. <laughs> That's quite the entrance he made into that room. But other than that, I was like, okay, we got it. But I, I just don't understand how no one, while they were filming the movie, was just yeah. like, well, you know. We're-. It's like me saying, I'm going to film a movie. Where I'm a guy that doesn't understand we're in a computer program and I get taught how to actually see through the proof. They'd be like, yeah, you're, we got it. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with this. But again, it's written by the guy that wrote John Wick and he's in his zone, dude. And, and it's like, I don't think that they're like trying to mask this. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think no, it's like, they're not trying. To maybe mask we'll that. just feed it to him and they won't notice that. I think that they totally know what they were getting themselves into. And in fact. I would be fucking thrilled if this was in the John Wick universe. Would you? Okay, first of all, let's get your rating. I will give it three out of five um, throne chairs. Yeah, I had a good time with this movie. It was perfectly fine. I was on my phone sometimes, but not once did I feel like I missed anything. Okay. You. I watched this twice. Oh, geez. Look at yeah. this guy. I really, really like this movie. Okay. And I think what I like about this movie is the fact that Bob Odenkirk is the protagonist. Okay. And 
like you said, you don't really expect to see Bob Odenkirk do this type of a role, right? Yeah. I know I didn't. I don't watch Better Call Saul. I've seen a few episodes, so I don't really know the extent of his his uh, his action in the series. But I did not expect this from him. And when I saw the poster where there's like a bunch of fists punching at him, at first I took it like it was going to be a comedy. You know what I mean? Because, yes. you know, it's Bob Odenkirk. So I'm thinking, it oh, kind of is, is. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, it's a dark comedy for sure. Yes. But it's an action film, first and foremost. And uh, I got to tell you, I was super impressed with it. It's not like one of the best movies I've ever seen. And yes, I do directly compare it to John Wick, but I think he did a fine job. And when I say fine, I'm not saying it like I was fine. Like I, I was totally into this movie. Yeah. I love the cast. I love Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd was great in this movie for as he little as good. he was in it. He was great. He missed his calling. Yeah, dude. And then just, you know, it's got everything that you would expect from a movie like this. It's got Russian bad guys, you know, the under the underworld and all that kind of stuff. But there's just, just the way that they they incorporate his family life into this movie. And when he finally just goes fucking ham on these people and you still don't really know exactly where he's coming from. They do hint. I, I do believe he said uh, without saying much that he was an auditor for the what do you say? The three letter agencies. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't even know if that's truly the case, but dude, I just had so much fun with this movie. The violence was great. I love a good violent movie when it's violence for the sake of like entertainment, as opposed to just like gross violence, just for the sake of making you even more grossed out than you already were. Though sometimes I like that too. It just really depends on the context of it. But I was in dude from the beginning. I love Bob Odenkirk. I, uh, I'm surprised that I don't watch Better Call Saul. I like him so much. So good, dude. But, you know, uh, I, I, too, knew that was Rizza the moment he started talking, by the way. But, uh, yeah, I really had a lot of fun with this. We watched this on a slow night, which is a rare thing at work. There was nothing going on, and we just watched it uh, on the second round. Me and Faya watched it, and we were just entertained like crazy, dude. It has Michael Ironside in it, who I almost didn't recognize. You know Michael Ironside, right? I'm trying to think of who Michael Ironside is. Look him up real quick. Michael. I always think of Scanners. When I think of Michael Ironside, and I think he was in V for that matter, too. I think he played a, a character named Ham in V. And then again, you, you see his face like everywhere. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I almost did not recognize this cat because he's just, you know, he's an older guy now and he's put on a little bit of weight. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Michael Ironside. But he was, you know, he didn't really do much in the movie, but I was happy to see him. I didn't even really know he was still around anymore. Um, I think that Nobody is one of those movies where I could probably talk about like John Wick a lot more. But I would strongly suggest that if you liked John Wick and you like those kind of movies where you have people doing things that you would not expect them to do in other, you know, like in their in their career, like that type of a movie is what I'm saying. This is that movie. And it's really fucking entertaining. I'll go a little bit higher than Steve. I actually am going to give this movie a four out of five kitty cat bracelets. That's a good that's a good uh, that's a good rating. I think, like I said, I think. um Look, if it, in a, in a, in a universe where John Wick does not exist, you know what? In a universe where John Wick and Upgrade don't exist, this movie takes. I would I would probably rate this way higher. Good call on Upgrade. That was a yeah, great it, movie. Fantastic those movie. Those two were. It's like, oh my god, a guy that does not know how to do this thing is doing this thing, and then another person were like, that guy looks like he shouldn't be doing that, which is Keanu. And it's like, okay, but now we've gotten both of those. And so in another world where that those don't exist, you know how high this movie would be in my because I would have never have seen anything like yeah. this before. You're right. Like, like, John if there was Wick if there wasn't inoculated. something like it, it would be yes. much bigger than it is. You're, I oh, agree with you one hundred percent. Dude, I mean, that's one thing. You gotta give the writer credit. Like he inoculated the nation to this movie. Cause his movie was so good. Everyone knows this thing now. That's really a smart thing that that means that you have 
you have infiltrated the culture so heavy that John Wick, without your, I didn't even know your name was attached to this, will be compared to this. I think the only fault of this movie is the fact that he did not include this in the universe. Oh, dude, if at the end of this movie, yeah, if you, you ran into of- John or you see John Wick running the opposite direction, I would have lost my freaking mind. Dan. I'm blanking on the uh, the establishment, but what do they call the, you know, like the hotel? What's that called? Oh, I forgot what that. You're yeah, right. I but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. What if it was that? that He just goes, OK, Man. I got on to the next and he walks into that hotel. Do you God, understand? I would have lost. Yeah, I really think that that was like, mind. I mean. You know what? I get it. But you could have included this in the universe. It, you would, the, the two would never have to meet. But if I just knew that it was a part of this universe, it would have made a whole lot more sense. That is not a knock. It's just an extra plus it's, that I would have given it. It would have been, Imagine he he was where he was at the end. We're not going to say anything. And they're like, we won't we won't bring charges, but we need you to do us a favor. And he gives him like a phone. Be like, we need you to take this guy out. Or if they just hand him one of those tokens. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't have the John Wick terminology down. I never did, honestly. But he I've was, seen those movies multiple times. Um, oh, dude. But I, was, I do. I mean, come on. That would have been the only way to make this movie better, in my opinion. I, but I, I would say. Loved go it. ahead. And you loved it. And that's, I, did. I, I think you should watch Better Call Saul than Dan. Maybe I will. It's just another series that I'd have to go I back know. and watch again. Yeah, you're right. I got a lot of those right now, Steve. I'm still in the middle of Lost. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot I got to get to. Still got to do the expanse. Dan does his doing I got a massive list of things I got to get to. <laughs> All right. So we, anything else on nobody? I honestly could talk about this movie more, but I know we have to go quickly here. Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. So up next, uh, we, we've seen everything. So what do you want to go with next, man? I'm going to leave it up Stowaway. to you. Stowaway. All right. Let's talk Stowaway oh, on oh, Netflix. Yeah. You go first this time. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Stowaway, a three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on board. Directed yeah. by Joe Penna, written by Joe Penna and Ryan Morrison, stars Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, speaking of Lost, uh, Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette, the lovely Tony Collette, who it's I adore. It's a heavy cast. Dude. I adore Tony Collette. Actually, I adore this whole... I'm getting... I'm warming up to Anna Kendrick. I love Anna Kendrick. I, I'm warming up to her. She's not my favorite. But okay. she's, 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 I'm warming up to her. Okay. She's got so anyway, a set of chompas. She does have a set of chompas. Like, like, like she could bite an apple <laughs> through a fence. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. She doesn't have, like, she's got big teeth, but her teeth are perfectly fine. She's a, she's a pretty woman. I'm just kidding. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was so unnecessarily mean. I know. Why are you derailing me, man? That's you know, so I have fun. an attention span. You thing. do. Next thing you know, we're talking about dentistry. Yeah. You know, so anyway. <laughs> let's talk about stowaway. Hey, Steve, did I tell you a thing about trading my car in? No, I'm just kidding. All right, let's continue. So <laughs> Winter Raven's like, oh, fuck, why did I say anything? <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to just say, here you go, Bad. Uh, I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. It's not a perfect movie. Uh, like I said, I'm still warming up to Anna Kendrick. So when I see her in things, I know that she's not going to be probably the worst part of the movie or anything like that. But it's like, you know, am I going to dig it? Am I not? Um, again, I adore Tony Collette. Daniel Day Kim is so like stoic and he's, and I'm watching lost and I'm watching him in this movie he plays a character named David. And they're like the same people kind of in a way. It's as far as like how they carry themselves. But I will say that I dig it, man. I, it's, it's a cool concept, you know, and, and it's like a very cool hypothetical. What would happen? And I didn't know exactly where it was going to go because, you know, as I don't think it is it spoilers to give away like, like, what happens with spoilers that coming there? up spoilers that's, that's coming the only way we I'm can not, talk yeah. about it otherwise i'm just gonna just battle yeah about it. so yeah so spoilers okay in three two one so shamir anderson plays a guy named michael adams who is a uh, tech that is like a launch tech and somehow he falls 
into the rocket, <laughs> the freaking rocket, and and knocks himself out as these people take off and exit into orbit. They're on a two year trip. They were going to Mars, correct? Yes. Yeah, they're going to Mars. It's a two year trip. They're not coming back for anything, and they're too far away for anyone to come and rescue this cat when they find out that he's in fact there. So now they have to like, luckily see, and by the way, I didn't know where the movie was going to go. Like, okay, is this guy going to be crazy? Cause I would have totally been down with that too. Cause then you start ending up with like a claustrophobic kind of a movie, you know what I mean? Like a horror in space. And it didn't go this way at all. Turns out I loved it because with what, what it is is that uh, something happens in the movie and they end up losing oxygen. And it turns out they only really have enough oxygen for three people. Guess what? There's four. So they could have gone on a Lord of the Flies type of a thing in this one. They could have done a lot of things with this. But what I liked what they did with this movie is they said, let's make Michael Adams, played by Shamir Anderson, let's make him the most likable person on the face of the earth. The man that can do no wrong. And there's, it would be a shame for this man to, to lose a day of life. That's the, crea- <laughs> that's the person that they created in this movie, which makes the problem at hand even worse. So... You know, um, I did like the 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 concept of them trying to use uh, David Kim, his uh, whatever that thing was called, his algae operation to like you know create more oxygen. And this poor bastard who's up there, he's got like th- what, two years worth of work on the ship, and then he's got like another two on the planet that he, uh, worth of algae. And uh, what happens with that kind of sucks. So it it doesn't go well for the character of uh, Michael. I, I just liked it. I liked having that kind of a situation where it's like, what the hell are we going to do? Let's take some steps. Let's try to fix the problem. It gave me some pretty, although predictable, it gave some pretty cool space shots of them. I, I guess maybe because I've been watching a lot of For All Mankind, I'm digging the space shots right now and them going out of the uh, the craft and like, you know, having to yes. go fix something. I appreciate that. And I liked all of that, too. Um, it was a little bit of a predictable movie for the most part. But like I said, I didn't know that at first. Like I wasn't sure where it was going, but once I kind of got locked into the story and everything, okay, I, I think I know what's going to happen with this. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I think was kind of a, a negative trait was I think the ending was kind of weird. It didn't, it just, it just kind of wrapped. We, we don't know what happened, but we do know what happened. And I think they could have been a little more creative with that. So, you know, I'm not going to like just completely spoil this movie for you. I want to keep it. I think it's worth watching. So I think you should watch it. Uh, I'll give this movie a, uh, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a three. This is an average movie, but it was entertaining. And I think that uh, Netflix does a pretty good job with their movies sometimes, although this one was a little bit on the slow side, but I think it's completely watchable and I enjoyed it. That's a fair review, Dan. I'm also very, like I said, I love Tony Collette. Yes, that that was a completely fair review. Yeah. You know, there's it's what I could have just said. Hey, there's there's worse movies. There's better movies. Watch this one. It's it's kind of in that area. But there are things about it that kept me interested where I was not, in fact, looking at my phone or anything like that. Okay. For me, this movie, it, 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 and maybe it's because I've watched too many horror movies. But let me tell you, if you're on a ship and a stow, if you're making a movie and a random stowaway gets found on a ship to Mars, it either needs to, he needs to be a, a monster of some (laughs) sort. Yeah. Be a psycho killer mm-hmm. or be or C have some sort of ulterior motive. I'm completely in agreement with you, by the way. What he cannot be is the nicest human being on the planet that just happens to be stuck on a ship because now I'm bored. See, that didn't make me bored, though. I'm going to let you finish. Up. I'm going to let you finish. Sorry, I'm gonna I, let went, you- <laughs> I went Kanye on you there for a second. I went Kanye on you. And I'm sorry. 
I just like that because I'll stop talking after this, but I like that because it put the rest of them in a fucked up situation. That's what I liked about it. But anyway, for, go on. for me, it was just, I was like, okay, he's the nicest person that just got a, that is so, okay. Number one, the likelihood of someone getting stuck on a ship is very, very low. The likelihood of someone being so nice, it's impossible <laughs> and getting stuck on a ship. Not to mention is, his situation back home. Come on, dude. I was like, okay, we got it. Yeah, I'm taking care of my sister, you know? I'm like, dude, what are we doing? And if doing that ain't enough, now? we were both injured in a fire. Come on, Dan. And I'm like, you, what are we we're doing all right we now? have. <laughs> Come on, dude. And so I'm like, okay. As the movie's going, when they're doing these things, I'm like, oh, he got burned in a fire at home. I'm like, oh, they only are showing that because he's some sort of monster. Like, this is going to switch. And then at the end of the movie, the only thing I could think about is, the fire meant nothing. It just was establishing how wonderful he was. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. That is garbage. I don't think it's garbage, but I respect your opinion. <laughs> I was like, he needs to be, he needs to be like infected with something. Yeah. Growing claws. I, again, I'm with you 100%. That would have made this movie for like if, if homegirl was pushing for him and then the scientist is seeing like he's changing. And homegirl just doesn't believe it. All of a sudden, I'm in. All of a sudden, we are in a different situation and oxygen is losing. And they got to be like, look, we either can bet on him being a monster and killing him. Or, you know, we all die. Like, now I'm in. I'm like, yeah, dude. The scientist saw him as a monster and you guys don't believe it. But seeing like, oh, man, we got to kill the nicest. It's like, yeah, Black Mr. Rogers is on your show. <laughs> Mr. Robinson was on the show. Mr. Robinson's on the <laughs> vessel. And it's just like, man, I got to kill you. All right, I guess, you know, my sister and my burns and such. I'm like, come on, bruh. Yeah, he's not even arguing about it. Do you know why? Because he's that kind of guy. Dan, I was done. I was, I, I I was like, you. if I Y'all don't get out of this place right now. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm about to do the switcheroo. It's a perfectly watchable movie as long as you know it's Mr. Rogers on a shuttle. If you go in knowing <laughs> that, you're not going to expect anything else. But I thought this, the way they, like the way it was shot, yeah. I was like, oh, this man is a monster, a serial killer, or there's something up. Nope. He accidentally fell into a shuttle. Just he was an unfortunate chap. Dan, he survived liftoff with no mask. <laughs> I, I didn't write the movie, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, though. It's, you're right. It's a perfectly watchable movie. And I think they all do great in their roles. In fact, I'm going to say this, and I don't think I'll ever say this. I've never said this. As much as I like Tony Collette, I think Anna Kendrick actually steals the movie. She was so good. She's dude. really good in this movie. And also, I like how um, the one thing um, that I loved is she really, by her acting, she brought across and showed you how difficult that climb was. Like, I felt like, dude, that looks tiring. And I know it wasn't. It was acting. But I'm like, man, I'm getting tired watching her climb. They should have played Miley Cyrus as the climb on that. Is that a song for Miley Cyrus? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They missed an emotional mo- moment there. Not playing yeah. the Cyrus. I love you, dude. And you know what? This mo- I tell you what, however much it costs, that money is on the screen. Right? It looks really good. Like, this is not just a throwaway movie. I don't think. No, no. You know, Netflix it's definitely not one of it's not heads. a movie that will ever present a sequel. There's no need for that. 
But I think this, well, I call it a must watch, Steve. I don't think I'll call it a must watch, but I will say that if you happen to come across this movie and choose to watch this movie, if you're into horror under the guidelines that Steven's just given you, young Steven here, I think that we're going to be, you'll be okay. You'll enjoy the movie. No, no, quite. Hold on. Because I was with you, dude. I thought like, I can't remember exactly what like the first fuck up thing was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, uh, whatever failed. That thing failed. I can't remember exactly what it was that failed, but it was like a dire thing. I'm thinking, oh, I see what's going to go down now. This cat is going to be like the nice guy, Black Mr. Rogers, as you're calling him. But somehow all these little problems are going to start happening on the ship. And then we're eventually going to find out that this cat is the dude that's been doing all of this. He is your monster as you're putting or your psychopath. Wouldn't that have been wonderful? I think so. I would have. I thought that's how it was going. But one, I mean, I don't think that they fake you out, though. You know, I think no. they're pretty up. They're forthright with this is the type of movie that you're watching pretty right away. Yes. So I'm imagining all of these thoughts quickly went through your head. And then you went, oh, OK, I got to I got to rewire my brain to watch this the right way. But, you know, also, I will say this. If they would have made him a monster, I would have been like, why well, you got to make the brother the monster? <laughs> you see, you're never happy. There's no pleasing you, Hudson. <laughs> oh, why is it got to be the black guy that's the monster? Why can't we have the Korean dude be the monster for once? That is so funny. But you know, whoever that, I've never seen him. He did a great job. Yeah. I've never seen him before. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to look him up real quick because I, you're right. I, he, he did really look did. a little familiar, but I don't think that I've seen him before. So I'm just going to check his credits real quick to see. Bro, he ain't in anything. Oh, that's no, he's got a good. Credit. Hold on. He's got a lot of like upcoming stuff. Oh, good. Uh, he was in Soulmates, probably like a bit part in 2020, whatever that is. He's been in like several series. Winona Earp. Uh, he was in Dear White People for an episode. But oh, nothing really? major that I'm seeing where it's like, oh, yeah, he's that guy from this film. Is he British? Uh, let's see. Nope. He's Canadian. Oh, talking to Boot. He'd be like, what it do, eh? What's going on, Boot? But I will say, dude, I think, you know... I have a thing for Anna Kendrick, dude. Yeah, you've told me that before. She's pretty, man. I don't know what it was. I think it was um, like my first taste of Anna Kendrick was Twilight. I didn't know she was in Twilight. Yeah, she was, she was in Twilight. And she was then, in Up in the Air. She was great in Up in the Air. And then she did Pitch Perfect movies. And I'm going to be real with you. I kind of like the first Pitch Perfect. I'm not going to lie. She can sing, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just... But she was kind of playing that same character for a while. And I'm like, and you know how like we do that sometimes where it's like, is this all they got? She's definitely not in that. No, like, I think see- we have not seen the best of Anna Kendrick yet. No, but you, you need to watch Up in the Air with George Clooney. Go see that movie. I'll check it. Him, it's him, him and Andrew, Anna Kendrick. And you, um, you think I'm scared to watch that movie, Steve? I'm not. Gee, you would love it. And, and Homegirl from The Conjuring. It's those three. I forgot her name. The, Shoot. The, the younger the one. Mom. Not the uh, yeah, I don't know her name. But she's in it. And I she's she got a thing for her too. Look at you. You got a type. Do I have a type? I think you got a type. Hmm. You definitely but got yeah. a preference. Oh, you didn't get you didn't give your oh I no, you gave your uh I will give my score as a two point five out of five randomly pointless broken arms. Did I even give it a, a goof? You I don't think I three. gave it a goof. No, you, you didn't a, give it a... No, yeah, no, no. Look at me slipping. What am I doing here? You you haven't been doing that I, lately. You know, I know. I've been busy, Steve. My brain is boggled. By the oh, way, Steve. The, yes. Where do you grocery shop? I'm just kidding. Anyway, so... <laughs> I was about to answer, too. Um, I was about to answer. Yeah, I know. Uh, what can I give it? Let's see. Uh, 
I, I, got, I got nothing for it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a three out of five dead vats of algae. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah. That reveal of the second batch. Holy That's going to ruin your day. Dude, when he said, when he's like, why? And he moved away from that. I was like, boat? That was one. You know what, dude? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. I like what I'm hearing. You know what, dog? What you got for me? I'm going to go 2.85. Two point, and you and just last show, you said you don't get down with anything but point fives. I'm doing it now. That's great. Good for you, you buddy. Know what, dude? Right when you're, you're trying new things for 2021. You know what, Doug? Oh, let me change. First of all, let me tell y'all something. If this is on, and now knowing that you have Mr. Robinson on it, on the the shuttle, you're not going to be disappointed. If you tell me this movie sucks, you're a like dick. sucks. We're going to have a conversation about. Okay, this is a great movie to talk about where your baseline is. Because if this is the garbage movie, that means you've only seen legendary movies. Because this is. No, it's I think well it's a good done. movie. It's a good movie. It's more than fine. Oh, dude, yeah, it's more. Like, I watched it, and I will admit, as much as I'm trashing it, whatever they did to make me think he was, because I think they purposely make you think, oh, is he who he says he is? I don't so, know if they do. I mean, I guess they kind of do. They kind of string But I think it's yeah. like a wink to horror fans. I hope it's a wink because he should have been a monster. He should have been. That would have been great. Like, if... Because, I mean, randomly, he's able to breathe in the cubby holes of a spaceship. Oh, you're actually talking about a real full-on monster, monster in every sense of the word. Yes. You're not saying, like, that man's a monster. You're saying you want a a uh, something that's not of this earth. Being, because in our brain, as a horror movie watcher, when you say stowaway, yeah. I don't go human. You know, what, you know what it is? It's that movie Life Fucked You All Up. That was so good. That's what it is, dude. They hated that movie. That was such a good movie. It was good. I don't care. You know, who who were they? Fuck they. That was a great that movie. That ending, when they opened that capsule, I almost jumped back in my seat. <laughs> that, was, that movie was better than it had any business being. I'm any being business. Thank you, Dan. That's the perfect quote. That that movie was better than it had any business being. Yeah. Go Holy back to it. Maybe you watched was, it. You weren't, you weren't a fan. Go back to it. That's a great movie. I think I'm going to watch that movie this week, Jesus. I think I'm going to watch it too, Steve. Because Ryan Reynolds, say what you want about him. He's very watchable. He is very watchable. What I was going to try to do a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds impression, but then I, I, I backed Dude, you out. should totally try to do... He has a thing. I, I was, Make uh, no well, mistake. I, I paused on the cadence because I know he does a thing. Where he, he goes real fast in like this. Oh, that's But then he looks good. this way. That's really good. Does, it's not right yet, but I mean, maybe I'll come but back to it. But you, you feel it, though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the essence of Reynolds. I don't think anyone's done a Ryan Reynolds yet. Oh, no. It's been done. You think so? And maybe I'll work on it, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> I'll get it. It's just not there yet. I love that, dude. Okay, what's the last movie? All right, so last movie, HBO Max is Mortal Kombat, Steve. Or excuse me, Mortal Kombat! Love it! Get over here, Steve. Came out in 2021. Just last week, was it? I think it was last week. There's a whole bunch of these. This is the newest one here. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld. In a high stakes battle for the universe, directed by Simon McCoy, written by Greg Russo, Dave Callahan, and a whole bunch of other cats. The stars. Let me tell you, let me just run this down real quick because I don't know any of these people. To be honest with you, Louis Tan, uh, Jessica McNamee, uh, Josh Lawson. Now I do know this guy from somewhere. Uh, he plays Kano, and then uh, Joe Taslim, Mikad Brooks, Matilda Kimber, Laura Brent, and I could just be going like bibbidi bobbidi boo for names because I don't know any of these people here. But Mortal Kombat, Steve, 
What you got? Okay, so I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. Now, mind you, I couldn't play play. Like, some of my friends knew finishing moves. I just knew a bunch of, like, hey, let's just block and kick. And they literally were, like, learning moves. So I always liked it. The, um, the movie, what, in the 90s or early 2000s? I think it was in the 90s. That movie was not great at all. And so no. I was worried about this one. So I turn it on. I didn't watch a lot of people. I didn't uh, watch the preview that gave you like the first seven minutes of it or something like that. But we did I watch the trailer. We talked about the trailer. We did do the trailer. So I'm uh, when I'm watching this movie the whole time. I'm just giggling in my seat because I'm like, oh, this is fanservice.com. This yes. is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. This is fan service. Like there's a part where he just says Kano wins. Dude, I almost left the room. <laughs> I now, let me ask you a question real quick because the there are several situations where you may get up and run somewhere. Oh, for sure. So what type of a get up and run is this one? This is just a let's go. Okay. Let's go. Like that thing where I'm just like, yes. Okay. All right. It, it's not one of the legendary, like, like running out of the room during the, uh, it's not an Avengers assemble. No, we, there will never. No, I know. In I, our I, lifetime. I went big with that, but you know what I'm getting at. Dan, I watched the, I watched the, uh, um, the, uh, again, it, I know you, uh, you already know, right? <laughs> I watched it this You're like week. four times a year. You, you bust that it's YouTube. So good. But anyway, um, so, um, I got up, I was like, let's go. Oh, you know, it's the closest comparison is this was way below the John Wick knife fight. I like ran around the room when I watched that at home. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. that was so um, good. so I thought this movie, the funny thing is I was so hot in the beginning. I was like, yeah, let's go. Gee, it took such a dip. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know another movie where I went from running like let's go in out of a room to sitting there on my phone so quickly. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Now, I did love my head went up when I heard a get over here. I was like, oh, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't like, yeah. So I think it's a good movie if you're chilling, you want to have fun. It's a good movie. But um, Question, I give it uh-huh. before you give that rating. Uh, in the vein of what you're saying, if you are a not if you're not a Mortal Kombat fan, do you still feel the same way for your no, recommendation? Do not watch this movie. Okay, okay. This movie will not be good to you at all because gotcha, that's chief. all this movie is. is fan all right, I'm sorry. Please, please it. proceed. I will give this movie a two point five out of five. Floor blades. So it's half perfect to you, huh? Yeah, it's right down the middle. Okay, all right. For a, and this is for a Mortal Kombat fan. Yes. For a normal run of the mill, you're turning this off within 11 (laughs) minutes. You're being like, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) What is this shit? When he's like, Kato wins. You're like, why do you announce his, what are we doing right now? You're turning it off. It's over. So yes. Okay. Here's my, I don't know if it's a hot take. I bet you a lot of people feel this way. I have not paid attention to any Mortal Kombat reviews. I am so behind on other, our friends' podcasts. I apologize about that, but I'm a busy man. So I have no idea what people thought about this movie. I know there's even some dedicated podcasts for, you know, just for the movie itself. Like a little one-off bonus episode mm-hmm. and stuff like that. For, I've seen several of those. I have no idea what people are talking about this movie. I haven't looked on IMDb, anything. I'm talking about me Someone who has played Mortal Kombat, several different versions of it. Uh, I have not seen any of the movies except for the, I think it was the one in the 90s, which was just garbage. 
And I still haven't watched the one that uh, Joe Stark recommended to us, the animated one, which, which I hear is fantastic. Fantastic. So here's my, my take on it. This is coming from a guy that is not a Mortal Kombat fan in the sense that I know the lore really well and all that stuff. I'm looking at it from the maybe the, the second uh, version of what Steve was talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. With a little more familiarity. I love the game. That's fucking great. And it just keeps getting better and better. But uh, when it comes to the movie, I'm with you. I think it started off fairly strong. And but I went into this movie going, OK, here's the deal. This is a movie. I know there's lore that's behind it now, especially at this point. But in essence, this is a movie about video game characters. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yep. it's it's a pretty straightforward. Like, it, I, as far as I know, I don't think that the, the lore expands very bro- like it's not a broad story. And maybe I'm wrong. But like these characters are very one dimensional, you know, to me. And they were fine. Uh, I think that Kano, the guy that played Kano, actually sort of stole the show. Like because he he I was invested in him because he was such an asshole. Josh he gave is, me something. Yes. yes, he gave me He's something great. to where I'm like, okay, I know why they brought you in, Josh Lawson. You know? And, He's and an you're actor. Do- He's an actor. He's an actor. Thank you. We could leave it at that. They brought yeah, Josh Lawson in because he's an actor. Yeah. They go, oh, we got one. We got Watch one. Guys. House of Lies, Dan. That's right up your alley. He's yeah, in that. Okay, I'll peep it. I mean, he he did great, and he made me dislike him very quickly, but not in a bad way. I know why he was there. So again, I think that Kano is the uh, show stealer of this so far. Everyone looked fine. I think that um, what's his name, Prince Goro, mm-hmm. probably the best version of him that I've seen. Again, I don't watch a lot of these movies, but I do pay attention to, you know, the 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 characters. If I see trailers or if I just see people talking about it or something like that, kind of look like a, a little bit like a Mark Ruffalo Hulk to me a little bit. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. But it's his face. He kind of had a Mark yeah. Ruffalo Hulk thing going on. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, even as far as like Sub-Zero goes, uh, Sonya Blade, uh, particularly Cole, I think all of these characters were fairly forgettable. They're just. You know, I don't mean to be mean. It's just they just they there just wasn't a lot of substance to them, you know, and it made me kind of wonder because the plot of this story, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to this one, Steve. So you kind of know where my ratings going. But basically what's going on is they've the uh, was it Outworld has won the majority of the Mortal Kombat tournaments. Right. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was like nine of ten or something. And so they're like really worried that what is it what do they call earth again see i don't know the lore but you know what i'm talking about right? yes absolutely earth's greatest champions uh may take this one so they go through all this this like kind of like you know they're sort of cheating if you will they're sending these guys down from outworld to go and kill all the earth's champions so that they don't even really have to deal with it makes me wonder why they're so worried if they've won nine out of ten but hey that's just you got to have a movie right yes so absolutely yeah so it's it's just it's fine I just I don't have it's a lot to fun. say about this one. You know, yeah. I, I I think that people are gonna be like, that's all. He, well, he's clearly not a Mortal Kombat fan. You're right. Guess what? Guilty. I'm not. But I was willing to watch it and I was impressed with the trailer. I loved the whole thing. I still love that whole like blood icicle spear thing that, that Sub-Zero did. Yes. And there were some cool kills in it and stuff. But this movie just it's just it's it's I will not watch this movie again. Let's put it that way. Yes, um, true. If you like Mortal Kombat, like Steve said, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, I could see you giving this movie a little bit more love. I have questions on whether or not you guys think that the addition of Cole, who was not existing in the, the re- you know, like they brought him in as a new character for this movie. What you think of this guy? Because 
I mean, I think he was paper thin when it comes to like substance. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no character building in this movie. You just take it for what it is. I don't think he was a great antagonist. I'm not entirely sure what's going on with his, uh, what they call it. His, um, Oh, Arcana. Isn't that what it is? They get the Arcana. They they find their, when they find their Arcana, basically Mm -hmm. what it equates to is he ends up with a, a, uh, an upper half that looks like a cross between Aquaman and like Black Panther with Mm -hmm. Black Panther powers. Kind of. It's this energy absorbing suit. Okay. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I I just, I don't know, man. I think this movie is really not a good movie. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to hate on it because I know a lot of people out there love Mortal Kombat. They're big fans. They get out of this more than I'm getting out of it because they've done the homework with it. So again, coming from my angle of just, yeah, I'm familiar. I know Mortal Kombat. I know the characters are talking about it, what, but I'm not like a true, true fan. Um, I will say that I really didn't care for this movie. I think it did start off stronger, like you said, but it totally took a shit in the third act really bad. Yes. And it just, it just didn't make for a great story. So, uh, I'm going to go with a two out of five Aquaman, black Panther suits. You know, and I will say this, I'm glad that I, I'm thinking it's going to get a, 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 uh, a, um, sequel because I do want to see Johnny cage. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Thank you for bringing that up. They, they're going to do the sequel thing, but it's like, I don't know. In a way, I feel like they did that on purpose. Like, we got to leave somebody out just in case this movie tanks. Yes. Johnny we got Cage. Johnny Cage. Hey, yeah. there's a new movie coming who, in 2023. That's who people wanted to see. Yeah. So I'm very, but I would say everyone just check out the HBO Max Mortal Kombat. It's, uh, I think it's like Scorpion Revenge or something. I forgot what it's called. So but it's on HBO the, Max now? Yes. The one that Joe was telling us to watch? Yes. And you watched it? Yes. Okay. Well, I have not yet. Dude, you're going to love it. Okay. You're gonna, here's, here's I'm going to love it say. now that it's free. It's very bloody. I like that, that, though. Yes, you're going to love it. You know it. me. I like violence in movies. It, yes, it was very, very good. So, yeah, that's it, man. All right, I got to get out of here, sir. No worries, man. I think we, uh, we've done our job today for the week, right? We killed it this week. This was, I will uh, say this one thing. one of those good ones. Yes, I will say this is one of the good ones. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think I paid attention on this one, Steve. I will say I one thing, though. said about me. Hey, I'm just glad you're okay, bro. You know <laughs> what I mean? But I will say one thing real quick. It's, I'm not going to go into review because uh, we don't have the time for it. Watch the finale of Invincible. If you are not watching Invincible, freaking watch Invincible. It is a fantastic show. We're going to be talking a lot about that next week. Gee, that, that, I'm just going to say, say this. I, I hinted at it already. I won't give any spoilers. There is a scene in this finale that takes place with a subway. Not, I guess it's kind of on a subway, in a subway. There's a subway involved. Holy shit. This is an animated series and my jaw dropped when I saw this scene. I love what they're doing with this. And then we just got seasons two and three approved. So game on. Invincible's fantastic. Check it out if you haven't watched it. It's a five out of five for me. Done deal. All right. All right. Steve, do your thing, sir. People, I love you. Handle your business this week. Um, enjoy life. Live it to the fullest. Listen to some Eagles. You know, listen to some country music if that fits your bill. And I'm going to be listening to some Pink Floyd. And a few probably, I might listen to some Rock the Chopsticks, you know, some Chop the Rock Sticks this week. You know, depends what kind of mood I'm in. I love you. Rock the Chopsticks. Chop the Rock Sticks. Why do we always call them Cox Dicks? What did I just say, Steve? I just made another rhyme. I was going to let you go ahead and do your thing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for me to stop talking. All right. I think we did a great show today. I'm happy with the company that I kept with my friend Steve Hudson. Uh, We both had encounters with the law. In the last week, which is pretty crazy. We both made it out okay. I am the uh, wall. 
what else have we, you're not Judge Dredd, sir, but what else have we learned on this episode? We learned that back in 2009, I accidentally pooped my pants. There's a story to tell. I can't believe I said that one, but I did. There's a whole bunch out of this here. Take it, listen to it, you know, break it up and then uh, put it in the archives of the Heroes of Noise. Really, I would appreciate it for greatest hits and things like that. Uh, Other than that, my name is Dan Ramirez and this is the Heroes of Noise. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the squirrel. (laughs) 